Hello, welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to show your friends and get your gaming goodness every Monday. 6 a.m. it drops. My name is Dylan Blight, and joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobby. Hey, Dylan, excited to be here. Second, it's February already. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's yeah. My name is a title episode. It's February already. What the fuck? Also, here, Kira Marchant. February, man. What happened to January? February, March, April, May. Shit. It will be March. I'm telling you. Like, I keep, I keep warning people. Well, they, it's only like what? Blink. It, it's it's 20 fucking 28, 28 days. days. 28 days. 28 days. That's good. Ooh, well, it's good. Some good stuff's coming out March, right? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, Genesis Five got delayed. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. I'm sure there's something. That's fine. Yeah, um, he's not. You know, losing that shit. It's all good. There's nothing to worry about over there. What is coming out this month? That's um, a good PSVR. PSVR. Wow. Yeah, I think that's about it, right? PSVR. Oh, Wild Hearts. Yeah, I was going to um, say Wild Hearts is coming out. Blank, Blank, the black and white, um, yeah, animal game thing. Or channel his PC. Yeah, like a dragon Ishin. Yeah, Ishin's coming. I saw that with with Traveler Two. Yeah, Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Yeah, it's a banger of a month. Definitely no other massive. Oh, that Wanted Dead game. I've been seeing a lot of people talking about that. Yeah, people excited for that one. There is a, a, the sequel to the, the, the hit survival game, The Forest, on Steam. Son of the Forest comes out. Is that actually a sequel? Yeah. It's not a joke? It's no, it's thing. not a joke. It's called The Son of the Forest, and it's actually the, the next game. It comes out February 20th. You play as the son of the forest. That's I don't know if that name. much, but it's definitely like your survival. That you're thing, playing as the trees that grew from the seeds of the old forest. Exactly. Uh, I, I never got into the forest, but like I understand people like it as a survival horror game. But it also had the most straightforward dumb name ever, the forest. So the they forest. called the sequel "The but, Son of the Forest." That dumber. You know what? I like it. So there's already one aspect of this game that I think is awesome: is that you get an AI companion that you can just tell to go do the menial tasks that are often in these games. So you can fuck mm. off and go explore and be like, "Hey, go chop wood, idiot! Mm. Go chop wood." Does that take away from like the survivalness of it? Well, I don't think you get him instantly. I think you have to work for him a little bit. But I think it's it's one of those nice things that, like, you know, it, often when you're playing with friends, if people go off exploring, one of you's like, oh, I need to do, like, the survival crap or, like, the I need to gather some stuff or this. You just send old mate and be like, hey, go do that. I'm, I'm going to go fuck off. Explore. Yeah, fair. Hmm. Um, all right, so... I've been playing a spell craft, crafting, crafting, spell casting game called Forspoken. Uh, I talked a little bit about it last week, of course. Um, I've got my full review up now on explosionup.com and I'm giving it a six. Um, the the drama around this game, I say drama in quotation It just marks. won't stop. This game just... It's just you know, people just keep... You know what? I, I legit almost got FOMO today about this fucking game. I saw yeah, a thread honest, from people yeah, like... It's like it, yeah. That from people in our circles that like start talking about, yeah, this game's good. People aren't doing this stuff, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm like, "I did, I'm, what?" <laughs> like, I avoided this game and did the right thing with what I thought was the right thing of just resisting the urge of buying it on release. And now people are telling me it's good, and then in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Hey, idiot, Kieran, you're falling for our trap." We all got together and <laughs> started talking to. Do- <laughs> and like, like, no, it's like in the back of my head, I had, you know, hey, remember how much you loved Days Gone, and people crapped on that when that first came out. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I'm very tempted. I'm very tempted. This is the opposite of Days Gone. So, for spoken story, not fun. Gameplay, fun. Days Gone, story's great. Gameplay, mm. <laughs> like. <laughs> I didn't so, know. I, was I, it, I, what, I, no, well, it wasn't gameplay. It was the game running. It was, it was the game running, like the right yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, I mean, for Spoken, I guess, like, just to go over a little bit more again, um, it's on PC, it's on PlayStation. I think it doesn't really matter where you play it. Um, you play as this woman who's taken out of New York City, brought to this land of Athia. The game, I'm, keep gonna, I'm gonna say this everywhere I go for people who think this is like, I literally saw someone the other day complain that it's not a fun hack and slasher and i'm like dude no like it's not a hack and slasher at all it's who, a fucking spell casting game. Hack and slasher, like, i don't know like yeah like, maybe it was the trailers or something I don't, no, or like, all the, just, trailers, the only thing i really saw in trailers was her casting spells and parkour like i just saw yeah. her, a whole bunch of parkour like i can remember the images of her like running across boulders doing flips and shit is running around yeah. i was like that's like, literally the game parkour find enemies do crest but yeah the combat is 100 percent. it's it's a as i guess you could call it a third person shooter if you want but i mean your it spells like and the game is going to be very boring if you forget that you have access to a lot of spells because especially once you get in the late game you've got potentially access up to i don't know like upwards of maybe 40 50 spells or something you could Shit, potentially really? that's, like, like, that's kind of insane i feel like it would be probably Sounds close like to 40 a, a at great least spell so. casting game to play Mm. So, um, I mean, that's the game. Spell card. Like, it's support magic, shields, it's offensive magic, fireballs. Like, it's got the full fucking, it's got the full array. You know what I mean? You got ultimate ability casting, AOE damage stuff. Like, it's all here. So, um, I mean, the one hack and slash thing is there is an ability that, like, sort of makes you create a magical fire sword that you can attack enemies with. But it's all a spell, technically, to, cr- to cast the thing. But. Um, yeah, the drama around the drama, again, quotations, I've just continued to find quite interesting. The latest argument, and I don't even disagree with it, is I think a lot of people be like, take everything, I think I saw a tweet today that was like, take everything you would complain about Faye, the main character's game, and then see if you would then take those same things and say them as compliments of Ellie and The Last of Us. Because I, I, I get their point. I get their point. Because a lot of the complaints are loud, obnoxious, uh, you know, like all these like, sort of things when pe- people swing those on Ellie and be like, I love her attitude. Like it's the same sort of things, but it's like swung to be positives instead of negatives. I think, I think, wow. I wonder what the difference is between Ellie and the lead character of for spoken. Yeah. I don't know. Straight. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, all I was going to say was... Oh, she's um, one too. I know. From the, <laughs> from the, the bits that no, I'm... No, no, Ellie's... I was talking about... <laughs> the girlfriend from Spoken Eye, she's, she's straight. Why are you just assuming her gender? That's, her, that's fair. her gender. Assuming her sexuality. Man. Her, assuming her agenda, yeah. Her assuming her agenda, yeah. Agenda. I don't... Yeah. I don't think there's any. I don't that's think it. there's any romance. At least I've done on Cyclist, but I mean, um, the, the the thing is, I think all the bits I've watched of Forspoken is Faith comes off like has the same energy as teenager who's just been told to clean up their room on a Saturday morning and they just want to stay in bed. Like that's just I don't know. Maybe that's just the the small clips that I've seen, but she just seems to be very. Ugh. 
like complaining. Well, she, like she, very... she doesn't. It's like a context thing too, I guess, because like her character is written as someone. She doesn't. When she arrives there, she doesn't want to help anyone. She doesn't want to help the people of Athia. She's very much like out for herself. But understandably, because when you start the game from the start and get the backstory, she's a being in and out of foster homes. Yeah, she yeah. Is no, like, I get that. Like I get she's that. a ve- she's had it rough, like sort of. So she's she she looks after herself and her, like herself only, and not in a like sort of a bad way. It's just like an understandable. That's how she's had to grow up, sort of way. So um, there's that element that I think sort of shapes the way characters. And like, I I think her character's fine. Again, I don't think she's a great character. I think she's a perfectly fine character. The the writing's no different than like a lot of video game characters that you'll see in a lot of games these days. So I, I just don't. I continue to be surprised that it's such a <laughs> point of contention but yeah the the thing that holds the game back is just the narrative is very cookie cutter very like sort of straightforward like just you, you can sort of like you could probably you play this game for a couple of hours you probably know exactly how it's all going to play out i feel so that's the only thing that holds it back combat's a lot of fun i found the combat a lot of fun anyway like if, if you're taking full advantage of the spells and you're like making the most of what you have on offer in this game i think it's very like visceral and gives you a lot of different ways to play it it could be boring if you only use one spell the whole time but I guess it's something that I haven't really seen spoken about, but this was maybe, this was like how they were originally selling the Unreal Engine Five. Like, and yes, they had like no, that. This is this is this is made game. in um no, is this is made in uh, Luminous Engine. Oh right, that's yeah. where I get confused. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So this how, is how the... is the game's like overall like performance though in that type of thing? It's like so it looks very pretty, but um. I knocked it to sixty. I knocked it down to performance mode pretty quickly because once you get into combat, there's just so much happening, um, and I'm trying to like do quick time dodges around the the fucking infinite number of enemies and that spawn in this game. Um, I was like, nah, let's go to sixty, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, let's go further. One twenty frames. Let's knock that. Let's knock it into that mode. And once I knocked it into that mode, I never went back. Like the visual yeah. difference between that and the the visual mode is quite a difference, but. It's just it's when you're in combat, it's such a fast paced. Yeah. Even when you're moving around the world, like the parkour, like the speed at which she runs, like I was just like it was bothering me that once I got to the 120, once I was experiencing the 120 frames, which obviously you have to have a compatible TV if you're playing PlayStation or whatever, which luckily I do. So, um, but yeah, once you once you play that, you you can't go back. So yeah, but I, it's not like it runs bad on any mode. It's just if you can play this in 30 frames, Lord have mercy on your eyesight. I guess I don't know what that is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Ash. 30. Well, Ash doesn't even know. He's playing in 720p. Yeah, he has no lives in 24 frames. He um, <laughs> Just as God intended. <laughs> Fight. And it will reveal your true potential. Uh, here's my question to show this week, though. Wolf of Spoken be the Easy most work. mixed received game from Square Enix this year. Do you reckon this will be the most mixed received, or do you reckon it'll end up being potentially Final Fantasy, or uh, uh, or some random thing? Or well, uh, I think it could always be potentially Final Fantasy. <laughs> I think Final Fantasy, no matter how good it looks, and like you know, yeah, Final Fantasy 15 already had its people being a bit apprehensive when it was just the boys' road trip was like the big selling point um, of the game, and then it, it turned out that that kind of was the game in many ways and you know a lot of people love final fantasy 15 but a lot of people dislike it and dislike some of the mechanics and the way they changed and altered the game in it um you know looking at it final fantasy 16 i think 
everything I've seen with that game is kind of everything is set that game up to just smack it out of the park and just have a great time. But there could always be weird Square Enix things about it. Like they could always just make a, a an odd choice that just kind of um, alienates part of its audience or part of the community, and then it becomes very mixed and very loved. And, and I think that is almost every Final Fantasy game, really, apart from maybe seven. Your seven's a bit ten, but ten still has its detractors with ten two and stuff like that. Final Fantasy in general have people that love the story or love the combat or hate it. Like there's, you know, your diehards like you, Dylan. I believe like Final Fantasy Nine is like their shit. They're like Final Fantasy Nine is, is Final Nine is the the best Final Fantasy game made. Whether whether or not it has the best story, debatable. However, like as a full package, I I I don't think there's a better made like yeah. all round game than probably not. But you know, for a good portion of the Final Fantasy community, they would strongly disagree with you and i think that's just part of final fantasy but also i think square enix is just so odd as a developer at the moment like i just uh between like this and like now get on with the recent news about as we spoke about last week with the avengers like um shutting down and their whole operation around hitman and kind of selling off hitman and idos and everything um well i mean i didn't include it as a story because i couldn't be bothered but it does tie into this how fucking funny is it they sell Tomb Raider for two dollars, and then someone else sells it for like fucking several million or whatever. Yeah, like that's the biggest. Like, <laughs> it, it's just very like yeah. Square is just. I don't want to say it in an offensive way, but Square is just such a Japanese company in the gaming industry, and they're so fucking odd, and they make so many strange. And it's especially when I feel like a lot of Japanese companies when they try and uh, foray into like the Western media and like the Western style of gameplay. And it just always seems to, even if they've they've hired Western developers to make that style, there's just always something a little off about it, or something that just doesn't doesn't quite work. And I was always found that kind of morbidly interesting when it comes to Square Enix as a whole and their parties in general. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the thing for sixteen, no, yeah, sixteen is going to be. Um been made by creative business three like is it, <laughs> it's, a, it's a change of like the team doing it i guess i think do you think if if forspoken came out at a different time of year do you think it would be the kind of center of discussion like it is now because i feel like it's like the the big major release right now like sure there was dead space remake but it was the main new thing that was coming out and so it gave that kind of time and space and energy where pretty much everybody in the gaming community that is buying these games and playing these games is just purely fo- focused on Forspoken. Um, do you think if it came out in, in like kind of your either your Christmas period or um, kind of that April through to July period, maybe? I reckon if it came out in December, no one would care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I, I don't know if like how much would change, but... Definitely a little bit would change, I guess, to releasing it now compared to releasing it in January, start of January compared to the start of December. I think mm. even that slightly changes or the end of January. But um, I think like, also uh, like the restricted like reviews and that kind of stuff. Like obviously, oh, yeah, they like only, they only gave like a handful and... of people. Yeah, <laughs> like really given the wider codes. birth yeah. of people, then there would have been a potential for a wider array of opinions which we've obviously still at least kieran has seen (laughs) over this past week um you know there would have been more opportunities for people to have done reviews and like potentially have liked them all 
than the people who did review it and that kind of stuff. On the front of will this be the mixed ga- most mixed game, um, I think there's a chance that Final Seven, Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth could be, depending on mm. what they're doing with the story. I still don't. I still doubt that. If it if it goes in a completely different direction, uh, there could be a large portion of the fans who completely hate it. You only need to look at what happened with uh, some fans amongst watching The Last of Us this week to know that you know if you diverge, diverge too far from what they what they want, they'll get very angry. So, I think this is gay now. <laughs> yeah, what? Sef- Sephiroth and Cloud. It's yep. the couple we all wanted. No, it's Sephiroth Sitting and in Jack. the tree. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the cloud. So this is a cloud and Zach. Um, that's actually the proper answer. Cloud well, true. But, okay, yes. Yeah, I, I I would tend to agree. I feel like that has the potential to Final Fantasy Part Two has the potential to be even. I think that if that comes out, I'm I'm still holding my breath. I mean, that's not the based on like we're going off. They're saying it's coming out, so for all t- intensive purposes for this this question. Yeah. For this purpose, it, it, they did say like winter or whatever, so it could the be. The question is: Will Forspoken be the most mixed received game from Square Enix that you think is going to release this year? <laughs> well, this game saved my marriage. Let me talk about another couple. So, uh, review isn't up yet, but uh, I'll start writing it. So it should be up by the time this is up, but. Um, I've been spending the last week playing that Devolver Tumble Time. Uh, this was a game that like announced, I don't know, I feel like ages ago, but so it's a matching game from Devolver, well, no, published by Devolver. I can't remember the developer's name, but it's using all their like IP. So you got like little characters of whatever, fucking, I can't even remember, like the Hotline Miami characters to whoever else. Yeah, the right? Messenger. And, messenger uh, and all those sorts of things. Um, how it works is they sort of come down into this machine and all you do is like you tap and hold any one of the characters and any amount of them that are touching each other, like they'll pop and then more like fall into the machine. It's like when you're playing it, it's sort of fun and like knowing the characters that you know and recognize is fun. Um, it's 100% a time waster game. And if it was if there was more to it, I could say it's a good time waster game. However, the reason I'm leaning towards giving this a five at the highest, at the highest, is because it does the terrible sin of, ho ho, mobile games, isn't that terrible? How all, they all are, uh, they're bad and there's nothing actually good to them and um, they charge you for microtransactions and they're actually dumb. But also, can you pay $7? Like, <laughs> you know, like it does that terrible sin of making fun of something and then proceeding to just. Just fucking do it, do it. like to the point that i'm like i don't understand like but w- w- you can't criticize and make fun of mobile mi- microtransactions while then proceeding to come up with literally every now and then pop up and say do you want to buy everything in the game for like 120 bucks like pops up on the screen you Ooh. know you, you unlock characters in this game um and you can level them up by using them like uh, picking to use them and you have like special abilities so so like the the chicken hand dude from hotline mammy his special ability when you you get it up is like a, a baseball bat smashes through and like clears out a, a like half the field or whatever you know, level up these things but every now and then you're locking you one it'll pop up and be like this is basically useless it's not a joke and it doesn't really matter like other than special abilities leveling them up does nothing there's nothing to really get you excited about unlocking different characters once you unlock like two or three of the Two or three of the main characters, you'll find the ones that are the best and the other ones are sort of useless. Um, 
You also have hearts in the game. So for the amount of time you can play it. And then they like, it does that, that mobile game sin of, uh, you have to wait a certain amount of period before you can play more. Ugh. For the sake of just being able to chuck a several hours into this, I paid the $4 just to unlock, um, fucking Damn. like infinite play. Cause I just, yeah, I just wanted to smash for it and sit there. The day. I, just, I played, a, a, yeah, I just wanted to smash it out so I could just like get my thoughts out without having to wait. Um, but yeah, every now and then they're like, oh yeah. So, but you can spend real world money to buy stuff in this to get like gotcha machine stuff, but none of it's good or exciting or useful. Any duplets you get help level up the ones you got, but leveling them up does nothing. So it's pointless. I, I, I just, I find this game very weird, very, very, very weird. And it, yep. it's tone and execution. Um, there's, there's, it's just completely vapid. Is completely a time waster game, but not a good one. Um, and yeah, I, I don't like you. You'll start it and be like, "This is fun," but then like after an hour, you're like, "What am I doing? Like, what, what what's my goal? Like, what am I, other than just going through the levels? Like, what am I? Like, there's I don't know. Just yeah, this it's I don't know. Have you tried it out, Ash? Did you try yeah, it? I, I was playing it during. I think it was like there was like an early access period. Whatever. There was like a couple months back. Or a couple months. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I had it installed. I, like play it, picked it up every now and again to see what they changed it. I think before they launched, they didn't have like the you go up in levels. You do levels now. Before yeah, it was just, like, I got yeah, to just, like level sixty or something. Just try and like get the highest score you can. You yeah, know? that's it. That that's the only thing you do. And then obviously they they've got like a event every day or so that you can try and get more coins or whatever in. But yeah. like you said, there's no incentive for uh, leveling up your characters other than the number next to them. Like yeah, it like, doesn't help you get any more points like, or anything, or yeah. doesn't help you. Earn doesn't make their things. abilities like cool down faster or like no, something yeah, like that. It's, I mean, it's fun when you start to realize how the game works and like how to rack up combos and different things and like that and unlock different bombs and that kind of stuff, um, and that kind of stuff. But you know, there is just so much. There's all these different uh, currencies. That oh, I ridiculous! Know it's yeah, like and, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a perfectly average, like, puzzle, puzzler, you know? At least it's got a little bit more of a puzzle element than, like, uh, the, the Pokemon one that we, like, what the fuck is this? The cafe one? Oh, the cafe one. Yeah, but they end up rebooting that, so apparently it's good now. I haven't tried it. even after, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. so, uh, Devolver, Devolver, Tumble Time, I don't recommend there's my review score. Review score at the highest five, but I'm leaning lower than that to be, yeah. I mean, to be fair, them call, saying it's a bad thing and then doing it is a very devolver thing to do, though. But at least, like, they make, so when they make fun of stuff and then do it anyway by, like, making fun of game trailers and promotion in their E3 conference and then proceeding to show you a trailer, you're like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's like, sort of get it. But it's a little bit different when they're like, ah, it sucks how mobile developers just try and suck money out of you. Hey, can I have seven bucks? Like, it affects you. Diff- like, it just doesn't come across as, yeah. as charming. It's not charming. You're like, is it a joke or you actually want my money? Like, I, which is how I felt. The first time it popped up and asked for my money to buy something, I was like, yeah, very funny. And I clicked it and it's like, like uh, popped up with me to like double tap to actually pay. I'm like, oh, I thought it was a joke. Like, <laughs> I thought it was a bit, but it's real. Okay. It's like, bro. Into a review in progress. So 
We'll put up a early access review, and Ash has played a little bit of it too. And I played a little bit of it back in the day where I wrote a preview for it. But Inc- I don't know how you pronounce it. How do you say this? Inculinati? Inculati? Inculinati? Yeah. I think it's meant to be Illuminati, but instead with Inculinati. Ink. Inculinati, yeah. Um, so Will said, more so than any other game I've reviewed in early access, I'll continue to play Inculinati without waiting for further content jobs. Its current state is very playable and engaging with tactical turn-based roguelike system that gives you endless exciting decisions to make throughout your runs and tactics that cannot be solved because of it. Its personality is also not left behind the tactical combat, and rather it stands with it to make an eccentric experience worth a journey to early access, giving it a double thumbs up. Um, so this game, it's hard to explain, I guess. It's a... It all takes place in like this book aspect, I guess. And you get to pick from these characters. I don't know how much has changed because I have played the early access version, but yep. the preview version I played like six months ago or whatever. Um, you'll have a team start on the right side. You start on the left side. You place your units. Um, different units can move more squares or whatever else. But the person doing like there's a hand that comes in and like rubs out units and these sorts yes. of things. Um, different units have like, you know, bow and arrow attacks, like more defense, all this. And it gets like strangely hard. Like that's the thing. Like the, the, you look at it and go, Oh, it's charming. It's fun. But then you'll find yourself failing several times in a row. Cause you're like, Oh, I didn't take this serious enough. And suddenly I got completely fucked up. Um, but yeah, to- like the vibe and art style is, um, just, I would say nearly one of a kind. Will puts in his early access review here saying it probably would have stood out more if, um, What's my call didn't come out at the end of last year on Xbox? Pentiment. Uh, Pentiment. If that didn't come out, this would probably be a bit more unique. I would still say this is a pretty unique, like, sort of art style and direction for yep. it. Just one other game doesn't ruin it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. how much have you played? Uh, yeah, I played through the tutorial and then, like, kind of first through the first, I guess, level. Uh, it, it definitely plays like, like, it's pretty much like a roguelite where you're, like, going through different battles to to eventually get to a boss. Uh, yep. before clearing and going on to the next level after you beat each encounter you get like you can pick a different soldier to add to your team and yeah. uh diff- or like different uh like gold and prestige and that kind of stuff so you can earn different properties and stuff um but you've also got these hand powers that you can pick from so then you can do the things like you can you can poke so- poke an enemy soldier and they take damage or you can yeah. knock them over and that kind of stuff I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, it's a pretty solid tactical uh, strategy game. Um, obviously, turn-based. And, uh, yeah, I think the art style obviously makes it stand out from anything out there. But, yeah. Obviously the sound design, too, like the audio effects for the minions. Audio effects. Like. Um, just the, the field is quite obviously quite different because it is on that... It's a side-scrolly <laughs> kind of but game where you don't really see that much in the this genre. Um, I think that isn't that like for the versus mode. I think it's like the pitches. It's like two dudes in olden time days. This this is like yeah. their t- this is their game. They're sitting there like drawing their battle. Yeah, I mean the, the one another. There's like a cutscene where there's like an That's old so, dude yeah. and a nun, and they're both yeah. drawing in a That's book. That's it. Old dude and a nun. That's it. Yeah, I forgot what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're obviously fighting each other off. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's very weird, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty basic. Some of the soldiers I've gotten so far, like it's a person with a spear. I mean, they can hit somebody two squares apart. Well, there's an archer, and, and that kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, 
But then I was fighting this dude who looks like Yoda, is uh, who loves all these fart exploding creatures. So, uh, yeah, yeah, good times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to definitely keep playing and like see what see what's about. So, uh, hope to report in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna keep playing, but yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder. I, I tried to look to see if they had like an estimate on how long they want to keep it in EA for, but I can't see anything. So, um, all right, and then the other two shout outs quickly, not for game stuff, but just if anyone would like to check out, Jacob posted a review for Mountain Display Pad and the Mountain Macro Pad on the website. So these are basically Mountain's Steam, uh, yeah, Steam Deck equivalent market devices i guess so but yeah, cheap content creation cheaper. controllers <laughs> yeah yeah content creation controllers yeah so display pad is a um a 12 button one the macro pad is obviously it's like a um doesn't have the images on the front or whatever but you can set it all you can completely customize the macros and tie it up with their keyboard or whatever but i would see so the display pad is the thing jacob speaks most highly of in the review i could see this thing potentially being a lot more um popular especially for people like the price point's 199 dollars compared to the price of a steam deck i mean if if depending on like if, if the i don't know how much the obviously elgato name means a lot and whatever brand and whatever else but yeah. this is a very this is a competitive guys, product I feel, guys, so. guys 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 look streamers out there people who want to be streamers mm. Don't bother streaming until you have the best possible yeah. gear. Don't right? use a webcam. Don't don't use a crappy webcam. You make yeah. sure you don't use a, a USB mic. Don't use a USB mic. Don't have a Yeti. Don't have a fucking no. snowball Fuck mic. Don't yeah. none of that shit. Don't be putting up a fucking green towel in the background as a green screen. Yeah. Fucking you need. Oh pop shit, Kieran, you were behind that thread this week. <laughs> <laughs> Son of you a bitch. need the best of the best, everyone. Doing it for the clout. To, to, don't <laughs> listen to it. You know, you need the best of the best of the best, especially if they sponsor this show and start giving us free stuff. You definitely need the best. Check out my Amazon affiliate links. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Ilian, uh, as, Kieran's link uh, to Elgato. Yeah, I was going to say, as I just purchased an Elgato Wave XLR, um, Elgato, you're all right. <laughs> Fucking hell. I just did a. We don't do a video podcast anymore, and I was just thumbs up to the camera. You did a thumbs up. You did a thumbs up. Um, to the camera. Good job. That's fine. Yeah, no, that's that's all good. Just to just to you yep. two, just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, this looks like it'll do if it does the exact same job. I mean, and you, you're not going to show it on camera, so nobody will know. True. You just say you're a Steam Deck. All right, let's move into a couple of news items for this week. Uh, all about things getting cancelled. Literally. So, Apex no, Legends, retired. Mobile. Sorry. Or, yeah. or the new term, Sunsetted. Yeah, love that. Apex yeah. Legends mobile game has been sunsetted, as has the upcoming Battlefield mobile game. So, this is really weird. It kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, the Battlefield one makes a little bit more sense, but um, in an EA blog post announcing news for... Apex, they said, following a strong start, the content pipeline for Apex Legends Mobile has begun to fall short of that bar for quality, quantity, and cadence. It is for this reason, after months of working with our development partner, that we've made the mutual decision to sunset our mobile game. Although disappointing, we are proud of the game we launched. Uh, 
are grateful for the support of Apex Legends community and are confident this is the right decision for players. Um, so yeah, the game ends. Uh, all servers go offline second of May, at which point it'll be dead. You cannot play it any longer. Which is really weird, considering it's an award-winning. Yeah, I top think it's five, swept two it like pretty year, much. Two-year winner of Explosion Network's top five, at least top five mobile games. Just saying. Yeah, but that's I mean, yeah, it, heavily fucking like there's there's some bias. Not really. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it is weird. Like, obviously, with all this, uh, uh, all the praise and you know, I'm sure the player base was there. Um, it definitely seems like there were issues behind the scenes that, like, they couldn't get past, whether it was, like, having difficulties with whatever studio was uh, doing the mobile version um, or they wanted them to keep up the cadence with what they do with the mainline entry, uh, doing content drops and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's disappointing, I guess, that, you know, this version of the game is going away. Uh, especially seeing as it had like unique characters exclusive to yeah, so it's got two version. exclusive characters, Rhapsody and Fade. Yeah, so I know maybe, maybe they come to be, the main um, version. Maybe they'll bring it on to the to the PC. PS Five. PC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Um, that'd be weird. That's that's. I feel like that's the only sort of most annoying thing about this is. Some people spent time, I guess, coming up with these cool characters uh, and they're potentially just left in the mobile game. So hopefully they come across. That'll be, I, I mean, think, yeah, it is weird because obviously, you know, they said they've said they're beginning massive numbers in like a lot of regions that don't play like mainline main Apex. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And the mobile game's beaten them. Yeah. Hopefully at some point the story comes out as to exactly why. Uh, other than what they've told us, like what actually. <laughs> mm. You know, unlikely. Look, EA does the impressive thing where every time they get some form of win in the world, i.e. like this period, it's like Dead Space remake being as great as it was, they often cancel it out with just a shit story about them fucking up or shitting the bed or failing tremendously. Um, and that, that is the current world we live in. Love that. Uh, Battlefield Mobile, a game that they had announced but never, like, hasn't released anything. So they're cancelling that as well. Um, quote in the EA blog post said, as the industry has evolved and our strategy to create a deeply connected Battlefield ecosystem has taken shape, we decided to pivot from the current direction to best deliver our vision for the franchise and to meet the expectations of play- our players. We remain highly committed to unlocking Battlefield's enormous potential we're hard at work at evolving Battlefield 2042 and are in pre-production on our future Battlefield experiences at our studios across the globe. This is real. That's weird to me because I feel like any other time it would be like we're trying to like chase the trends, which is mobile games. Now they're like we're trying to like well, well, keep up with the ecosystem. Still, and <laughs> I've like, just um I've just run that through Google Translate and actually came up yeah, with yeah, a different version yeah. of the article. Um, yeah. hey bros, uh, look, Battlefield kind of sucked. <laughs> And uh, we can't really make a mobile game over the battle of that failure. Call of Duty Mobile's kind of just ahead of us by this point. So we're just going to call it here. We're going to go back to the drawing board a bit. <laughs> open a couple beers. Talk about Battlefield a bit. Where, where, which, um, work it out. Which part, which part in there translates to beers in our language? It's very deep 
subtext yeah. where you have to read between the lines where yeah. he just needs to crack a couple cold ones and go again <laughs> in a couple months. Okay, yeah. Good job, Google Translator. I'm yeah, Google Translate's the homie, you know? Crack the code there. Yeah, it's um, the not- highly committed to unlocking, you know? That's the part yeah, of the okay. translates. Unlo- un- unlocking the top of the, yep. top yeah. of the can. Yeah. Unlocking yeah. that lid. Yeah, they're all they're all working on their um their their party uh, tricks of how to open a bottle of beer in the best way possible. You know, yeah. one of them has like a, a, a fifty cal, and they like pop the beer lid off the top of the fifty cal, um, because they're all about guns and stuff over Battlefield. You know, yeah. But this was the most disappointing news of the week. Of course, it was um, something else. Yeah, Press Start wrote Bloomberg has reported that creators of the universe. Creators of the Titanfall universe, Respawn Entertainment, were indeed working on a game codenamed Titanfall Legends, which have been exactly that before EA unfortunately cancelled the project amid a disappointing financial outlook that's also seen the company bin the unreleased Battlefield Mobile and seek support for Apex Legends uh, Mobile. Bloomberg Station Australia reports that a team of 50 staff was working on the game led by Muhammad Alavi before he left this year, last year. All have, all of whom have been informed of the cancellation told they would either be found new roles within the company or let go with a severance package. Respawn's current big project is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh. <laughs> <gasps> um, yeah, so fucking hell. This Man, is, why can't I this get, is, this why is can't scary, get anything right? good in life? This is... This is... I think a while ago we spoke about is Respawn stretching, stretching, too, itself, stretching too itself too thin? Like, is, is Respawn trying to do too much? Of, even though they're a studio that's growing, are they trying to, you know, uh, capture lightning and bottle and too many times and stretching themselves too far? And I think this story kind of answers that question to, yeah, now they're pulling that, that pulling themselves well, back yeah. in and raining it. Or are they going, oh, you know what actually would make us a lot more money? We'd kept doing Star Wars games. <laughs> I think they were already going to. We put out more Star Wars games. I think those will make and do better than Titanfall Two. The interesting thing is, Titanfall, this falls in Titanfall line game. with Jedi Survivor Three. getting delayed as well. Mm. Um, yeah, six it, weeks, six week delay on Survivor. Yeah. So it's a nothing delay, but <laughs> still, I mean, it's a delay. But it's a nothing. It's a delay. Yeah. Um, six weeks. If it was nothing, they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the scheme of delays, I feel like in six weeks is... Hey, I'm sure at one point Cyberpunk had a six-week delay. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm sure it did, yeah. Back in 2004. Sure, who knows? <laughs> that my game might have been way better if it had another six-week delay. So. Potentially. Potentially. You know, one more order. One six weeks. It need like a whole number of year. Uh, well, it's, you know, it's good now. They should. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm very disappointed. Obviously, Titanfall 2 is amazing, and um, I'd love more Titanfall, but uh, not today. Not today. Yeah. Hopefully, the people that were working on the stories for Titanfall Legends can be redirected into working on the stories to come out in a way through Apex Legends. Um, maybe they should go, you know, not quite the Overwatch 2 route, because Blizzard fucked that up royally, but maybe... Apex Legends should get a PvE mode where they, you know, start releasing these stories for people to... I mean, they, they a couple of seasons ago, they started doing... You could do jump into PvE co-op, like very short story things. Yes. But... Well, well, wasn't the another story that they cancelled like a single player Apex game? Yes, I think well. that was part of the same story. Was Yeah, was so they cancelled the full Apex. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Oh, like, people were saying that was an Apex single player. It's being reported as a Titanfall game. Oh, okay. Whatever. It's the same fucking, same fucking universe. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I saw a story that was and. I saw a story and there were two yeah, separate uh, things. So could have been both, whichever. but I'm like, yeah, that's the problem. Just make Titanfall 3. How yeah. fucking hard is it? Make Titanfall 3. Done. Come on. Just, uh, one. just put a bunch of Titans in Apex Legends. Yeah. They'll, they'll sate them for a little while. Okay. Oh, I'll fucking, I'll be all over that. That's just... It'd be a race to get the Titan in it. That'd be pretty Everybody dope kills if, them. like, a Titan <laughs> drops in, like, random areas and you just have different... Yeah. Te- like, different it's like a care package. Yeah. Care package versus cool. Titan. I mean, you can, when people get Titans in... Because Titans do drop out of care packages when you call them in a Titanfall multiplayer. Yeah. And then when you jump yes. into them, it's not like it's all over their wreck face. Like, you can still kill the person in it. Like, it's not... Yeah. Well, you they're, can like, still, like, they're powerful, but not overpowered. You, like, still you can still jump time. onto them yeah. and like you would in a single-player game and, like... Yeah, and fuck them up, so... Yeah. Fuck them up is the, the thing. That was the thing was that was really cool about Titanfall 2's multiplayer was like the Titans weren't instant fucking like GG you lose GG sort of win. Like it was no. you're a Titan, but like fucking the fucking um special <laughs> core for of Attack on Titan were coming at you. And they were like flying around the fucking area. And well actually that's the thing, like shit. so you're running on walls, but so are they, and they're like slinging they when they're like yeah, attack on Titan, slinging up, so, yeah, grappling up behind like, you. Holy yeah. shit! And then yeah. Aaron Yeager comes out, and he turns yeah. into a Titan. That's a minor spoiler, but it's a really old oh. anime, so it's fine. And then, yeah, it's just it, it was it was Titanfall two was too fucking good, dude. That level for Titanfall two, not not even yes, there's the time there's the time level like the the time skipping level that everybody talks about. There's the title. There's the the one that's like. It's like a factory where they're like building houses or stuff, or building like fake yeah, gardens yeah, yeah. and stuff. And you're oh, building was, houses and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and you're like wall running through it. Like that shit was fun. I don't know if you know Ash, but Titanfall Two is a very good single Titanfall player. Titanfall Two is fucking amazing. Game. I it was hear so good. Have we mentioned this? Yeah. Um. All right. Last news story. Last cancellation story. Uh, Knockout City is coming <gasps> to an end. Oh, so I guess it got knocked out. They didn't catch Fuck the ball yeah. this time. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, so Knockout City will have one last season. Season 9 will be its last. It'll After that ends, it'll have a two-week uh, sort of send-off uh, event. And then it's going to pack up sh- pack up its balls and uh, head off on June 6, 2023. will be the last day. So um, basically as of now, or, but as of, well, no, a couple of weeks when Season 9 starts, um, microtransactions removed from the game all that sort of stuff but they're gonna do a uh you know like everything is super cheap and like if you want to like get into the game and i guess try and have fun and with some friends and try and knock out some of the trophies i guess i don't know um they're doing as much as you can to get it the cool thing they're doing though i think about canceling it is because we always talk about you know the questions always about you know games are canceled people love them you never play it again it kind of sucks they're releasing a pc only version of the game that's player hosted servers so it'll be free to that's download good. and everything so if anyone loves this and they love doing their like sort of competitive knockout city or anything like that obviously it's going to get no more updates or whatever but you'll be able to jump into knockout city with with friends and play it on pc at least and the game will continue to exist in, in some form yeah. i think that's like the, the cool part of this like well yeah that's that's the concern i had like i know game uh Preserva- preservation. preservation is always the thing that's brought up yeah um but yeah I mean, it's a game that obviously during the period that we were playing it, we were super in love with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, we kind of died off a little bit towards you know 
as other people got really good at it. <laughs> we couldn't keep up. I mean, there's that. Plus, I'm always like, like, given what what do I'm always like yeah. moving from one thing to another, like sort of just yeah how the how the cookie crumbles. But I mean, I'll, I'll definitely be wanting to play some before it's all over Red Rover. So we're gonna be playing some more knockouts. You, so. you checking out and see if that platinum's possible. <laughs> I don't know if I could. We'll see how it goes, but I'll definitely want to play more before we've got until June. So I'll I'll definitely put down a maybe I'll do a, right. maybe we should do a stream close to June. Like a, I'm sure we're the only people that just think nothing about but it. F's in the chat. Nothing <laughs> but F's in the chat. <laughs> we'll stay on until it goes off. Like you know, like just stream until the game. They're so in the last. Yeah, they're in the last Damn. the last match sort of thing. Yeah, pull one out for the homies. But yeah, I mean, Knockout City was a really cool, unique game. Um, all the trailers usually we talked about this knockout city trailers were sort of trash <laughs> and then the game sort of looked bad in trailers but um, when it came out it was like really good um they say they're going to continue to hopefully build on the knockout city universe don't know what that means but to me it sounds like so the reason yeah, they the, the interesting <laughs> thing for this is the reason they say that they can't um keep, keep working on it is Where's the line here? Here it is. Despite over 12 million pay- players and billions of KOs around the globe, there are several aspects of the game in need of major disruption to better attract and retain enough players to be sustainable. Since we are a small indie studio, it's simply impossible for us to make those kind of systemic changes in the live game while continuing to support it. So it became clear for us that we needed to take a step back and pave the way for Velen to do what we do best by innovating. Now we can take everything we learned, everything that succeeded, and everything that needs improved and get to work on exploring experiences for Knockout City in the future um so yeah it's interesting they're they're working on knockout city too without without saying as much but yeah they're they're working on like a build it's just interesting the fact that they're like we have so many things that we want to do in the game but to be able to achieve them while still being able to put out like regular content is just impossible so we're choosing to end the game so we can step away work on everything we've learned and apply the changes we want to make in another game which yeah understandable makes sense but yeah it's just i like the sort of honesty on that yeah they just want to bounce on to bigger and better things even if they have to hurt other people in the process mm. Mm. sucks sometimes in to the, the game of dodgeball you get you get you get out and you got to sit on the sidelines waiting for somebody to catch that ball again and bring you back onto the court so Fuck. you know this is uh so long, yeah. but, you know, until next time. So whether you've been playing for months or you have yet to see what all the fuss is about, all right, the last uh, we thing you're going to love for this episode is me and Ash did get a chance to check out the Marvel Snap Battle Mode, which has gone live now. Played a few rounds of a night. I, I, based on what we played, I think this is going to be a huge success. Now, we, we straight away pinpointed the, the few things that, you know, like... Yep a way to automatically click rematch instead of having to load up the, the code, a, a score tracker, like how many times you and a friend have beat each other. Like, um, you know, like simple, like leadable things, all these, whatever else, but everything I was saying a couple of weeks ago about how I think this battle mode could be the way to make Marvel snap a competitive game that they could host tournaments for and, um, treat it more competitively. I think this is a hundred percent it. Like this is the, mm. this is the, so, in case people forgot or didn't listen, so you, you jump into this match, you're not you're not snapping for cubes, you're snapping for health. Now Ash learned very quickly, snapping on the <laughs> snapping as soon as you get into a match, probably not the best idea because my boy was eight health down at the end of that first round. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> eight out of ten. Yeah. Eight out of ten down <laughs> first round. Uh, and the words out of his mouth was that was probably not a good idea. So um the <laughs> 
Fucking armor. That was the point. Fucking armor. But we was having like, so we're we're playing and every time you'd, you'd, like, I'd see like, I'm playing on my computer and then like, Ash is in Discord and I'd, I'd be like playing a card and I'd see, look at his face and be like, hey, what are you doing, motherfucker? And then like, you'd see like the cards start flipping and you'd be watching and be like, fuck, well, you know, like all these, like it's just a little, but I think the thing that'll make it competitive is, so after we, like after we played a few rounds, I said to Ash after we played them and I was like, so once we're playing a deck and I'm like, cool, you're not playing Killmonger. I know this, we're into our second round. I've it's There's 15 cards a deck. You very quickly learn your opponent's deck. So you're not playing Killmonger. I don't have to worry about dropping this card and you killing it or wiping me out. I can commit to one drops. It doesn't matter. You're not going to steal my, if, if if I'm playing a certain card, like you're not going to fuck me over. It's the same as you are like, I am playing a destruction deck. He's got armor. I have to play around armor. Like if he drops this on, you know, like you, you suddenly have to start thinking a little bit different compared to when you play the normal game. Sure. Your opponent drops one or two cards. You can sort of guess what sort of deck they're probably playing, but when you're playing this and you're doing a best out of three event or, or whatever, like if you want to do it that way, the same deck or potentially best out of five, depending on how many, um, like how many rounds it takes for, for you to get a winner, which yeah, our longest was five rounds. We got to five yeah. in our longest. Cause we, none of us were snapping would be the most. Yeah. at one health, uh, one health. Uh, well, turn. I guess you could like have nine if you retreat early every single time. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, we, we had like a, what, two round one. And then, yeah, when you and I were pro- playing a little bit more serious, um, it, I think yeah. we got to like <laughs> five rounds because we neither of us were snapping. And if we were snapping, it was only at most risking two health instead of um, the higher amount. So, and that's the thing, like, so like that that round, the first round where Ash snapped straight away and lost eight, eight HP, fucking works for me because we get into round two. I snap straight away. We're now at two health. I don't need to do anything else. Like, that's his max. Like, it doesn't go above that. Like, as soon as he loses that round, he's lost. The worst I can lose is two. You know, like, it's... For me, there's no reason not to snap at that point. Like, it, it'd be <laughs> dumb not to. Like, just, I should YOLO. You shouldn't have yolo but... <laughs> I'm fucking all in on the YOLO. Um, yeah, I... What do you what do you think, Ash? No, I think, yeah. It's, it's fun, obviously. Like you said, there's, like... It's held back by, like, just let us jump straight into, a, like, a rematch. Like, yeah. So yeah. just to, like for what we're saying game, yeah. when we're saying this is you have to you can't play randoms in this mode. It's only people who you send a code to or vice versa, so they can. There's no like match. Fr- automatic friends list. There's no friends list yeah. or anything like that, which obviously helps. So every time we finished a match, it would have to like regenerate a new code, send it to Ash. He has to type it in. Like it takes like what five seconds, obviously, but it's still yeah, but it's slight noise. Something yeah. that was like, yeah, oh, something. do we want to go again? Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean the tactical elements of it uh, obviously shakes things up. Um, yeah, I mean it was cool to see <laughs> Dylan react to me playing cards, in, you know, in real time. Yeah, uh, so used to just playing randoms. Fun. Like you, you never see someone yeah. actually react to so you know, like, to what you're dinosaur. actually doing. <laughs> yeah, fucking die, devil dinosaur! What a prick! <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, I think I had a great move where, like, I dropped a Professor X at exactly the right time. Oh, like, yeah. It <laughs> stopped yeah. you from. I couldn't even get angry. I was just over. like, I was just like, that is the most lucky Professor X right when I was about to send that green goblin. Like, I don't know, the, the chances fucking. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think there's a lot of potential there. Um, but yeah, there's like little life of uh, changes that could make things easier for. Because it's not like I'm going to verse you and just going to play one match and that's it. We're done. 
No, no, no. Of course not. No, you're going to want to play several times, yeah. probably. Um, but yeah, as like a competitive thing, I think there's a lot of potential there. I don't. I think feel like obviously the earning of cards is still a thing that will hold it back. It'll be like a power imbalance, I guess. Uh, it, it will, so to a certain degree, like reward people who uh, spend more, maybe you know, to uh, spending more on uh, cube, no, gold, not cubes, golds, gold. No, no. What's the other currency? Boosters. <laughs> the yeah, the boosters ones. and like levels up, so they can quickly level up and try and get as many different cards as they can, uh, raise their collector level as quickly as possible. Um, but yeah, I think you know. I think the other interesting thing is obviously th- to add this mode. They've opened up, created a whole new tab. Mm. Uh, they've moved okay. the season tab to somewhere else, and they've got mm. different modes. So there's potential there for other modes to be added in the future. So, hmm. yeah. I, I, was, I think as people start exploring this mode to like to make it more competitive too, I definitely feel like you'll start seeing people create different decks for this mode compared to like com- tournament decks, if you want to put it that way, compared to just your normal, like you don't know who you're versing sort of m- role. Because you could create a lot more versatile deck where it's like, okay, this, this ca- could like, probably do reasonably well against anything. <laughs> Yeah, so, yes, exactly. Compared to, you know, you just get a bad matchup, whatever. Like, you, you just retreat and snap out. But yeah. if you're going to play, like, competitive, I feel like the structure of the decks are going to have to be changed somewhat. Especially once, like, people start, like, oh, the meta and all that stuff. I, I could definitely see, like, it getting competitive. But then oh, if it's, I, like, competitive and you've had, like, multiple rounds, yeah, like, you could switch decks between. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think it would be, it would be really interesting to integrate a five cards say sideboard for competitive if you turn this competitive so what, after you make it you do your band cards <laughs> no 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 so like in magic and stuff so in between rounds you have a 15 card oh, sideboard okay. and you can take i was thinking out, more like league where you know you block no 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 no, no, certain no. Characters so you, pick. You, you can take so you take two cards out of your deck that are useless against your opponent and you can put two cards from your 15 card sideboard in that are better for this mm. matchup um but whenever you go to your next round, the next opponent, your deck has to revert back to its default um, card mm. list sort of thing. So people build sideboards that help them beat other matchups and stuff. It'd be interesting if this like ever goes to like the um, the Hearthstone way, where you take in multiple decks into into one one into like one game, and like each round you can pick which deck you're going to run into it with. Um, is that a thing they do yep yep so you people can come in i think you get three decks um and then you can pick and choose which deck you are in between games so if you play rank game one and then in between game two you go okay this deck isn't going to go well against his deck if he plays that again i'll swap decks um and it it creates a really interesting like oh is he going to pick a deck that's going to work well against me yeah exactly so it creates an interesting meta where people are changing up um and, and you're playing different decks in different forms Pardon me. Um, with it, like I think that, it, which is, I think, it's always been a really interesting part of the the Hearthstone system. Mm. Yeah, I definitely feel like something like that could potentially work too. And like, this is the the first week they've added. I don't, I don't want to say like it's it's ready now. Like, let's start the hundred k tournament. But I, I could see, I could see this eventually, or like I can see esports Marvel Snap tournaments or whatever you want to call. It. Like, I can, I don't hundred percent see it. And I, yeah. I'll watch it. I'll happily watch that- it. <laughs> I don't know if this is a crazy idea, but you know, let me let us put something on the line. 
What do you want to bet? But but that's the normal mode. You're betting your your. Let your, me let me put ten gold up against you. Oh my god! Oh, let's put ten ten gold in the pot. Oh my god! Ten gold in the pot. Just to start <laughs> off with, you're like, yeah, all right. And then when we get higher, it's like. So there's a guy who fucking like lost eight fucking things straight away. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, you know, <laughs> that'd be another interesting element because obviously, play the mode, you don't earn anything. No, no. You know, you so. do. You earn experience in how to play better. Life lessons, Ash. You know, life lessons. Okay. Every game, every game teaches you something. That's true. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> fucking Shang Chi. What's wrong with Shang Chi? Take it out, my yeah. devil dinosaur. Fuck a devil dinosaur. <laughs> that was great. I like the way that's the the last game we played. I was like, all right, killed the devil dinosaur. I'm done now. Bye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us on Arcade Couch this week. Uh, let's know any comments, questions, concerns you've had about anything we've been discussing from Marvel Snap through to Inkillinati, through to Forspoken, whatever else. Um, you can find us on Twitter, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter, join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. If you like what we do here, either the website or the podcast, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support, buy us a coffee, dollar or more, be fantastic. And we'll see you here next week, same time, same couch. <laughs>